Welcome to Zichud Dav Siman Rebbe Rebbe Ram Goldar and the Rebbe Sota Top Base. The first Parakamakane. The Zichud Masechus program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazaka Satora. This is now the 18th Masechta in this Dav Yomi Machzor. I want to welcome all of our new members who have recently joined us and wish everyone continue Hatzlocha as we master Shas together using Simanim. So the three that's we're going to focus on number one. The opening mission begins by discussing the number of aiding necessary for Kinui warning and stira subsequent seclusion based on which a wife would have to drink the soda waters. Kate's Makanela, how does he, her husband Warner, if he says to her, do not speak with Ploni, but Dibra Imo, and she spoke with him anyway, she does not become a Sota. But if she entered a secluded house with him after being warned not to do so, and remained for enough time for potential defilement, she is rendered a Sota, becoming forbidden to her husband and in eating Truma. The Gemara opens explaining the placement of Masech the Sota. Why was the passage of Nazar placed near the passage of Sota in the Torah? To tell you that anyone who sees a Sota in her disgrace should restrain himself through Naziris from wine. Point number two, when Rish Lakish would begin to teach Sota, he would say, The only pair of women to a man according to his deeds. As it says, For the rod of the wicked will not rest on the lot of the righteous. Rabbi Yochanan said, And there is difficult to pair as splitting the Red Sea, which he sources. The Gemara said, This contradicts the statement of Rav. Forty days before the forming of an embryo, a heavenly voice goes forth and says, The daughter of Pony is destined for Pony. This particular house is destined for Pony, and this particular field is destined for Pony. So we see that one's wife is predetermined at conception before he becomes wicked or righteous. The Gemara answers, this is not difficult. This statement that their match is predetermined at conception is regarding the first marriage, whereas this statement that they are paired based on their deeds is regarding the second marriage. And pointing with you, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer said, Mekanel al he warns her, based on two aiding present, Mashka al pi and he makes her drink the soda waters based on even one aid, or even his own aidas of her seclusion. Rabbi Yeshua said that both the Kinui and the Steer require two aiding. The Gemara explains the basis of the Machokas. The Brisa teaches that even a single aid to actual adultery during seclusion is believed. About this law, the Torah says, Ba, about her, which, according to Yeshua, teaches, Ba, Veloba Kinui, Ba, Veloba Stira. About her defilement, a single aid is believed, but not about the warning about her defilement, but not about the seclusion. Rabbi Eliezer agrees that Ba excludes Kinui to require two aiding, but says that a hackish between Stira and Tuma, meaning defilement, teaches that one aid suffices for Stira. Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yehuda quotes a reverse version of Rabbi Eliezer that one aid or himself suffices for Kinui and two aiding are required for Stira. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission begins by discussing the number of aiding necessary for Kinui warning and Stira, subsequent seclusion, based on which a wife would have to drink the soda waters. Kate's Makanela, how does he, her husband Warner, if he says to her, do not speak with Ploni, but Dibra Imo, and she spoke with him anyway, she does not become a Sota. But if she entered a secluded house with him after being warned not to do so, and remained for enough time for potential defilement, she is rendered a sota, becoming forbidden to her husband and in eating truma. The Gemara opens explaining the placement of Masech the Sota. Why was the passage of Nazar placed near the passage of Sota in the Torah? To tell you that anyone who sees a Sota in her disgrace should restrain himself through Naziris from wine. 
Point number two, when Rish Lakish would begin to teach Sota, he would say, The only pair of women to a man according to his deeds. As it says, For the rod of the wicked will not rest on the lot of the righteous. Rabbi Yochanan said, And there is difficult to pair as splitting the Red Sea, which he sources. The Gemara said this contradicts the statement of Rav. Forty days before the forming of an embryo, a heavenly voice goes forth and says, Bas pony pony, buys pony pony, sada pony pony. The daughter of pony is destined for pony. This particular house is destined for pony, and this particular field is destined for pony. So we see that one's wife is predetermined at conception before he becomes wicked or righteous. The Gemara answers, Lo kasha, haba zivug rishon, haba zivug sheni. This is not difficult. This statement that their match is predetermined at conception is regarding the first marriage, whereas this statement that they are paired based on their deeds is regarding the second marriage. And pointing with you, in the mission of Rabbi Eliezer said, He warns her, based on two aiding present, and he makes her drink the sotawars based on even one aid, or even his own aidas of her seclusion. Rabbi Yeshua said that both the kinui and the steer require two aiding. The Gemara explains the basis of the Machlokas. The Brisa teaches that even a single aid to actual adultery during seclusion is believed. About this law, the Torah says, Ba, about her, which, according to Rabbi Yeshua, teaches, Ba, v'loba kinui, ba, v'loba stira. About her defilement, a single aid is believed, but not about the warning about her defilement, but not about the seclusion. Rabbi Eliezer agrees that Ba excludes kinui to require two aiding, but says that a hackish between stira and tuma, meaning defilement, teaches that one aid suffices for stira. Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yehuda quotes a reverse version of Rabbi Eliezer that one aid or himself suffice for Kinui, and two aiding are required for Stira. All right, so now we get our Simon base, and our standard Simon is a bias a house. Now, before we begin, to help distinguish Simanim in Masech Sota to alleviate confusion with other Masechtos, we're going to use the adjective red, the red house, the red camel, red door, red hay. Now, why red? Because bright red is a color that attracts attention, and the Sota attracted the attention of a man who wasn't her husband. So using red will hopefully help us recall that the Simon is in Masech Sota. So here goes. The Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a picture of Kriyas Yamsuf on his cover, was spotted by one witness who saw her do Stira. Once again, in slow motion. The Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house. Red Sota house? That must be more off base. Bias. The Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar after being warned not to do so, which reminds us the opening mission teaches that what constitutes Kinui and Stira is if the husband says, do not be in seclusion with this man, not if he just said, do not speak to him. And then the Gemara opens, explaining the placement of Masechah's Nazar. Why was the Parsha of Nazar placed near the Parsha of Sota in the Torah? To tell you that anyone who sees a Sota in her disgrace should restrain himself through Naziris from wine. So the Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar, after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a picture of Kriyas Yamsuf on his cover, which reminds us the Gemara discusses how to reconcile various Divir Chazal regarding making matches between a man and a woman, such as a Mazabkin Lola Adam Isha Olafimas, of the only pair a man to a woman, according to his deeds, and they are as difficult to pair as splitting the Red Sea, and are by Yom Kormitsirs of blood 40 days before the forming of an embryo. A baskel goes forth and says, Bas pony lo pony, buys pony lo pony, sada pony lo pony. The daughter of pony is destined for pony. This particular house is destined for pony, and this particular field is destined for pony. 
So the Soto secluded herself in the red Sota house with another, after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a Picture of Kriya's Yamsup on its cover, was spotted by one witness who saw her do, Stira, which reminds us of more discounts on the basis of the Malkokas for how many Adim are required for Kinuwe and Stira. Rabbi Eliezer says two for Kinuwe and one for Stira, which could be even himself. Rabbi Yeshua says two for both. And Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehuda says that Rabbi Eliezer holds the opposite. He holds only one for Kinuwe, which could be even himself, and two for Stira. So once again, the Sota secluded herself in the red Sota house with another, after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a Picture of Kriya's Yamsuf on its cover, was spotted by one witness who saw her do, Stira. Alright, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazar. Daf Samach Gimel. So the similar Daf Samach Gimel is a segue. So here goes. The Nazar on the Harry Segway. Segway? That must be more in Daf Samach Gimel. The Nazar on the Harry Segway looking for the source for Tumas HaTahom, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Nazar Shegilach v'nodoloshu Tameh. A Nazar shaved and discovered he was Tameh. In Tuma Yedua Soser, if it was a known Tumas source, he forfeits his Naziris. Vim Tumas HaTahom in a Soser. And if it's an unknown Tumas source, he doesn't forfeit his Naziris. This principle is known as Tumas HaTahom, Tuma of the Deep. After two suggestions for sources, for Tumas at the home are rejected, the Gemara concludes, Tumas at the home, Gemara Gemiriwa. Rather, Tumas at the home was learned as a halacha, Lamosh Messinai. So, the Nazar on the hairy segue, looking for the source, for Tumas at the home, was informed after the completion of his term that he had become Tameh during his term, which reminds us, Rami Bar Chama asked, if he became Tameh during the term and was informed of it after completing his term, what is the halacha? Do we follow the time of his knowledge of the Tuma and the knowledge was after the completion of his term or not? The more further explains the Nafkamina emerges according to Rebeliezer who holds that Tuma after completing the term forfeits only seven days instead of 30. Now, is this true only when he became Tame after completion, but not before? Or is it sufficient that he only became aware of his Tuma after completion of his term? Rabba resolves this question from a mission which implies he forfeits only seven days, proving that forfeiture is determined by his knowledge of the Tuma. So, the Nazar on the Harry Segway looking for the source, but Tumas Atahom was informed after the completion of his term that he had become Tame during his term, just as he passed some Tumas Atahom that was hidden under a pile of straw. Which reminds us, Abraisa defines the parameters of Tumas Atahom. It's any Tuma that no one, even at the end of the earth, is aware of. It then defines the necessary concealment. If it was hidden by straw or rocks, that is Tumas Atahom. But if it was hidden in the sea, darkness, or in crevices in the boulders, it is not Tumas Atahom, since it's not actually concealed. And the Abraisa concludes that they only said the law of Tumas Atahom regarding a Tuma of a corpse, a mace, but not for other sources of Tuma. Daf Samach So the similar Daf Samach is a secret agent. So here goes. The hairy secret agent. Secret agent? That must be more enough. Samach Dalid. The hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft, who had a suffix can be touched floating tuma, and thereby remained tahor, which reminds us. Amisha presents Malchok is about floating tuma, meaning tuma which is suspended in water, which is ruled tahor in the case of suffix if the tuma was touched. The Tanakhama says this applies whether the water is in a container or on the ground, but Rabbi Shimon holds that if the water is in a container, the suffix is ruled tame. So the hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft, who had a suffix if he touched floating tuma, and thereby remained tahor, and watched a corpse in a container float by, which reminds us, Rami Barakama posed a series of seven questions about floating tuma, which is on top of something in the water. The first is, Mace Bekliv, a cleat safa penehamai mahu. If a corpse is in a container, which is floating on the water, what is the halacha? Do we view the tuma as floating in the water, or do we consider it at rest in the container? So the hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft, who had a suffix if he touched floating tuma, and thereby remained 
Tahor, and watched a corpse in a container flow by, was spotted by another walking over Tumas at the home on the seventh day of his purification, which reminds us, Rav Hanuna said, Nazir osa Pesach, Shehachu Bekevra Tahom B'Shvishalhen, Tahorim, a Nazir and one performing a Pesach who walked over unknown Tuma on the seventh day of the purification are Tahor. He explains, unknown Tuma is not strong enough to cause forfeiture at this stage of the Tahor process. Rav brings a challenge from the Mishnah. Daf Samachay, so the similar Daf Samachay is sheep or shepherd. So here goes. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be one Daf Samachay. The shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, which reminds us, one who discovers a corpse for the first time in a place, lying normally, he may remove it with its surrounding earth. Because it's buried alone, there's reason to believe it was buried temporarily and may be moved. The same applies to two discovered graves. If he found three buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground, it's a graveyard zone, meaning they were intentionally buried and none can be moved. Furthermore, he must inspect the area for other possible burial chambers up to 20 amas away. So the shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, where a Mitzor was trying to figure out if the white spot in Nega preceded the white hair. Or the reverse, which reminds us, the next mission states, Kol Safet Nagaim Tahor. All doubts of Nagaim in the beginning are ruled Tahor. As long as he has not been confirmed Tame. Now she explains that this refers to a case where two people or even one display two Nagaim of different sizes, and the second week they're both the same larger size. The smaller one having spread should cause confirmed Saras. Because it's unknown which Nega has grown and no Nega has yet been confirmed, both are declared Tahor. Rabbi Yeshua said that a Nega which is unknown if the white spot preceded the white hair, which would be Tame, or the white hair preceded the white spot, which is Tahor, is rule Tahor. So the shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, where a Mitzor was trying to figure out if the white spot in Nega preceded the white hair, or the reverse, that he himself forgot that he was in the middle of being Bodek for seven things on his unconfirmed discharge. Which reminds us, the next mission states, B'shibit rocking Bodekin as Azav, Koziva. Azav is examined in seven ways as long as he has not been confirmed for Tumaziva, meaning if he has not yet experienced a second discharge, which makes him Tommy for seven days. The mission lists food, drink, carrying a load, jumping, illness, seeing or thinking of something that arouses him as activities that may have externally caused the Ziva. Mission Koziva, a Bodekin so once he has been confirmed for Tumaziva, meaning he experienced two discharges without external causes, he is not examined, and a third discharge will require a regardless of its cause. Daf Samachvav. So the similar Daf Samachvav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The hairy tailor, tailor, that must be more than Daf Samachvav, sewing. The hairy tailor who became Tame by carrying a Zav's old suit that had a certain stain, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Samachem Abbasid said that once a Zav is confirmed Tame, his semen is Tame. The Gemara asks in reference to what halacha this is said, since even the semen of a Tahor person is Matame through touch, and the Gemara answers that it means to say that it's Matame through Masa, caring. So, the hairy tailor became Tame by carrying a Zav's old suit that had a certain stain, was surprised when a Navi on his way to carry out a mission entered a shop for a fear of being caught by the king, which reminds Rabbi Norai holds that Shmuel was a Nazar as the Pasuk says, Rosho, and a Mora shall not go on his head. He explains, since the word Mora also appears in reference to Shimshon, we say that just as the word Mora, razor, regarding Shimshon means he was to be a Nazar, so to the word Mora regarding Shmuel means he was to be a Nazar and a razor shall not go on his head. Rabbi Yossi disagrees and says that Mora refers to fear from mankind, saying he would fear no one. Rabbi Norai responded, but it was said, and Shmuel said, how will I go to anoint David, Shaul, here and kill me? So we see from here that fear of men was upon him. Rather, the word more must mean that his hair would not be cut as a Nazar. 
So the hairy tailor who became Tomek by carrying a Zub's old suit that had a certain stain was surprised when a Navi on his way to carry out a mission entered his shop for fear of being caught by the king, who told the tailor to make a brach on the food for a siam, and he would say, Amen, which reminds us, there's some alchokas regarding which is greater, making the bracha or answering. Amen. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we have if Shmuel was a Nazir? That's on Duff. Samachvav. Good number two, which of the putting matches together is harder than Kriyas Yamsuf? That's on Duff. Base and Sota. Good number three. Which of the when the two at home only applies if no one in the world is aware of it and it was concealed by straw or rocks? That's on Duff. Samachimal. Good number four. Which of the one if one found three graves buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground? It's a graveyard zone, meaning they were intentionally buried and none can be moved. That's on Duff. Samachay. Good number five. Which of the one that since Nachrim cannot become Tahor, they cannot become Tameh? That's on Duff. Samachov. Good number six. Which duff do you have Machokas? How many Adim are required for Kinui and Stira? That's on Duff. Basin Sota. Good number seven. Which duff do you have Machokas regarding which is greater, making a bracha or saying Amen? That's on Duff. Samachvav. Good number eight. Which stuff do we discuss? What constitutes Kinui and Stira? That's on Duff. Basin Sota. Good number nine. Which of the one that another and one performing a Pesach who walked over unknown Tuma on the seventh day of their purification are Tahor? That's on Duff. Samachdal. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do we discuss? What the halacha is if a corpse is in a container which is floating on the water? That's on Duff. Samachdal. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.